Hello and welcome to this podcast. Thank you so much for taking your time uh, to speak on this issue. Um, the topic I have in mind is death, and okay. uh, I don't have too much of context for it. Uh, just a simple uh, when when you hear the word death or uh, when you hear about somebody's death, what does okay. the word death mean to you? I I think it's a shocking reaction that I generally get, especially mm. in this current scenario that I have realized uh, the unexpected people leaving the world, and I feel uh, I mean what I've seen in these people, the ones that I actually knew in person, uh, these are the guys who had. such big big dreams i mean and suddenly one day you come to know ki he's no more and you feel shocked i mean what are what kind of life are we living i mean today i'm here but the fact is i don't know whether i'm going to be here tomorrow and then what are we working for what are the things that i've said the good things the bad things hmm. so it's quite shocking i mean that's that's how i take it right now So do you feel cheated or do you feel the fragility a lot more? Do I feel cheated or do you feel the fragility of our existence a lot more, or both, or none? I I don't think I feel cheated about it because I I think uh, since my childhood I was exposed to deaths, so no nowhere at any point of time I was kept away. I have seen people staying away from death and feeling scared of being part of the uh, final journey. But I, I, I was always exposed to it, so I've always visited uh, with the dead bodies to the crematorium and uh, done the final thing. So I was never scared of it. it. So from my childhood, since my childhood, I was very much aware that everyone ha- has to die. So never scared of it. Uh, but. Oh, sorry. What was the second part? I fragility. Fragility. Suddenly, because of the suddenness of death that we are uh, ah. being exposed to right now, do you feel more fragile? Yeah, oh, yes. I mean, fragile. I, I think I would also put it as unsure of what's going to happen next. I mean, I ma- managed to survive first. Covid wave. I was in hospital for seven days. Uh, mm-hmm. Was not in the best of my uh, mental state when I actually entered the hospital. I think I was I was to an extent even open that if I don't return back, I mean that was my my mental state. But because of the business issues that I had, I I think I was fine not coming back. But in those seven days, that transition that happened, that I realized it's not just my own life. There are so many others who are around you who, who want you to live this life, and that is that is more important that whether I decide whether or I want to live my life or I don't want to live my life. I think that comes secondly. More important is the people who love you. Maybe in your day-to-day life, you are not even aware of uh, the love that is around you. You just miss out. 
so when you speak about fertility yes i'm scared of the fertility around because i don't know whether i'm going to live tomorrow or not i mean with the current news that comes in uh, yesterday i was discussing that i knew in my network that the age of 35 36 who have lost their lives and who were quite healthy and yesterday i came to know that there was also a 20 year old guy who lost his life so obviously it's fragile and uh so answering your question about fertility of course it's, it's very high on the meter right now uh you said uh on one hand you said that you were exposed to death or dead bodies or or the going on in the crematorium hmm. uh quite reasonably well compared to being a kid uh, hmm. but uh, on the other hand you are saying that uh, when you went into the hospital uh, yeah. you had dark thoughts about existence your own existence uh, i am presuming they were dark thoughts you did not actually mention it like that but you said you were not in a good state and you were willing to let go so i am presuming because you were willing to let go uh, because of whatever issues you mentioned but the point being that life did not seem uh, worthy of a fight at that point for you so uh, how or what changed when you mentioned this transition what exactly was the transition was it a single point was it a series of events was it a series of thoughts uh, i want to know the exact thought where it started more than so you are so, going uh, into vulnerability now 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 and suddenly something the penny drop happens Absolutely. So, so what is yeah. what was that thought, or what was the series of thoughts? All right. So, uh, so I, I mean, currently we are speaking about pandemic, pandemic. But uh, if I go around fifteen, twenty years back, uh, there there was an episode that had happened in my life where I had consumed something. Uh, it was more of love affair, and uh, mm. things didn't happen, and. I had consumed something, so I was hospitalized. I was in ICU. That was the time. Uh, I, I clearly remember. Uh, okay, the medical reports say that I was breathless for like ten odd seconds. But when I gained consciousness, the first thing that I saw was my aunt who was standing next to me. I mean, I had I I, I just give you a background. I don't have my mom. I lost my mom at when I was eight months old. So I was brought up by my aunt. So aunts play a very important role. They are they are motherly figures for me. Okay. So when I opened my eyes in in the ICU, the first thing I saw was my aunt, and I was in ICU. I was not feeling the pain, although I might have been connected with various uh, instruments in the ICU. But only thing I could see, I, I was not feeling the pain because my me- medication was taking care of my health or, or my pain. But only the only thing I could see are the tears in my aunt's eyes. and those those were those were the tears that actually told me that all it's not just you and your life that is important i think it's more important are the people around you who who have created you or who have taken care of you for so many years i think it is you who is responsible to give certain things back it it, it might not be materialistic but i think you are connected to their life it's not just you as an individual but you are connected to so many lives around you who who had uh, grown together so 
that was one of the uh, memories that i still have and they are always green in my heart so even in this during uh, even during this bad times when i got hospitalized i i think uh, the business was down there was no revenue getting generated i'm sure everyone is going through the bad phase but when i got hospital uh, when i entered into the hospital like i mentioned i was not i was fine i mean theek hai maine shayad इतना कुछ अचीव नहीं किया जितना भी अचीव कर लिया ठीक है बट देन ऑब्वियसलीट आई वॉन्ट टू बी समर्टिकुलर डे और टू वेन आई एंटर दॉस्पिटल आई वॉज फाइन आई डिट इन लुक बैक एट एट my wife when she admitted me because i was fine i was done with it i just wanted to go but when i got admitted for a day or two i saw the people who were there on my next bed mm-hmm. i i realized i realized the pain the families that they had and and when you discuss with your friends or, or i mean they were not even friends they were just patients lying on on the next beds uh, but when you understand their stories you realize I, I, your pain is much lesser than what their pain was i mean someone had heart heart problem which was from birth and that was actually increasing their problem during corona time so there's there's, there's so much more pain i mean i i can't even discuss all the stories that i heard over there but there was so much pain more and th- that's when you realize ki raul and that that's where your memories come back you know those when i was in the icu last time and when i had seen the tears in my eyes i think everything comes back and then it's a cycle you realize you know you have you forgotten that you are not alone and there are so many so many veins that are connected to so many other people you cut you you are fine cutting your own vein but those veins are not just yours but also they are connected to so many people around you and that is where you feel you okay there is so much more to a life and so much more that i still need to give to this uh, beautiful world in a day to day journey we don't realize that so would you would you say that uh, the realization is that living itself could be a gift of service to others absolutely absolutely the i, I mean when i see so many people around me uh, I mean, I uh, just to give you an example, I, I used to work in WeWork. Uh, everyone had their own businesses, and everyone was doing well. Once it shut down, there there was a group who started Hana Chahiye, Hana Chahiye, and they they were actually so, uh, serving people on road with with whatever they could, with food, medicines, whatever. I I think the the. uh the satisfaction that you can get by giving something to someone to the needy i i think that is that is the uh, satisfaction or that is a life i would live to your own i think everyone makes money everyone has their own needs kisi ko zyada milta hai koi money banta hai koi nahi banta but then i think when you look at people like ratan tata who Who's doing so much? He has done so much. He's, but he stands up whenever it is required, and I think he stands up in the most beautiful way. I I wish if 
it's not to that level but what whatever level i can if i could do it i think on the death bed whenever i am i think i should have those kind of memories with me when i'm going out of this world i think that, that's what i would live to uh just to play uh, the devil's advocate here um mm-hmm. in terms of how do you uh you said that you had issues uh, sustaining yourself and that was one of the reasons why you were feeling down in terms mm-hmm. of business uh how do you justify uh working for other people when your own needs have not been met fully yet i i think it's not just the monetary help that people require i think it's it's also there's so many more things that you can do which you don't need to have a, a financial background i think it's just one call to a person who you feel is down if you speak to that person for 5 minutes you don't need to be some gyani person you can share some gyan but i think even speaking to someone helps uh i can give you my own example i have two aunts one had a cancer who whom we whom we lost like in the month of february i mean those two aunts used to stay together both unmarried unfortunately one of them had a cancer she was brilliant i mean she was the one who was uh, supposed to take admission in medical but unfortunately for one or two marks she did not manage to get that admission in medical mm. but that's a young age uh, both of them were married uh, unmarried both were living together they were living for each other i mean each of them did not get married because one did not get married to support the other and whatever but then uh, one was detected with cancer within two and a half years we lost her mm. but as of today she's not ex- i mean the one who surviving she's not expect she lost her her sister and she's not able to sleep even now like till 3:00 o'clock in the morning she she won't get sleep maybe uh, she still remembers her remembers her because both of them are living together But as on today she's not having any uh, expectation that someone will support her financially she's she's fine she she has a decent amount uh which keeps on get, uh, in her bank account as well as some some basic amount that she requires on monthly basis so monetarily she's not having any expectations what she requires right now in this pandemic is because no one is able to visit her no one she is not able to move out as freely as we used to do together earlier we used to go for trips wherever i mean mm. visiting some ganpati but as on today her basic requirement is someone calling her up even if i do that on weekly basis we have our own uh, limitations of ghar pe kaam hai ye hua hai but then for her when she doesn't have any work i think her only expectation is someone calling her it's not about money it's not about anything else she doesn't have any great expectations that uh aur kuch main dunga unko ya aur koi dega it's just family members just calling each other up and i think that's the only expectation that she has today and she she won't even spell it out she understands that the every everyone is busy or everyone has their own issues so she won't even call you up 
but then i think it it there are certain things that are not spoken about but they are expected from people who are connected to each other and i i think this is the this is one way of mine which is connected to her which even i understand that rahul it's your responsibility to call call her up and i'm sure everyone realizes that it's just that in in everyone's day to day life we, we tend to forget things i think it's it's very important to uh be aware of your connections about your close ones and try and call them up and just speak for 5 minutes i think that is good enough for everyone hmm so uh this is well said uh, to be there for a person not necessarily physically or economically but just the uh uh right. the idea of uh, warmth of personal rapport that we are we are there in case you need anything so yeah i might i might i might yeah sorry no please please go on i don't have problem. yeah i might not have the best of the words to communicate myself but i hope i'm able to <laughs> communicate and make and, uh, make a point out of it yeah yeah uh, you are you are it's quite a important point that you're making uh, another question that is running in my head uh this is uh, good when it comes to people you already do know about or you are connected to in some manner uh, right i unfortunately uh, uh, know of people who are like there are two people in the family three people in the family and then there is only one left and they do not have uh, like great connections Uh, hmm. to extended families hmm. so mama ki maasi ka somebody yeah. people like hmm. those who are like very far off and some of hmm. them are our own relatives and i think hmm. i must have heard of them only after years hmm. just because somebody in their family passed away right uh, they said to say this but if i were to bump into them maybe i wouldn't even recognize them is that bad at times because so many so, 30 40 years have passed and you have not been in touch at all uh, mm. not that you uh, you do not know about each other mm. besides which also there are people who may be, we may have no clue of and they are not necessarily our friends or relations uh, uh, i am um, presently being helping a couple of friends who were cooking for covid patients and they just put out mm. a flyer out there and Right. random people saw the flyer they suggested to random other people who were out of jobs or who have who have a separate set of problems not necessarily life and like one of the right. people we are uh, helping is a guy who doesn't have a job right now mm. in fact his first line was look i don't have covid will you still send me food it's quite uh, Difficulty. Uh, he works with the hotel industry, and okay. now my question to you is: mm. uh, In such a scenario, mm. uh, we were lucky. We somebody gave us the number, and somebody gave him the number. He contacted us. Uh, mm. Was brave enough to admit his position and not uh, lie about being COVID positive because we had no. We weren't sitting and checking certificates or anything. Mm. Uh, you just. trying to you know help do your little bit now right. my question to you is in a in a scenario where uh, as a person you come out 
I'm I would use the word you claim to have come come out of the hospital with a new understanding. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously since you're talking about issues related to your own relatives you've been mm-hmm. making changes. Is there anything that has changed in you as far as giving back to society is concerned? Is there any any thought process change, physical, mental, uh, habitual change? See, I personally feel somewhere within it's there with everyone because everyone understands if you give something unconditionally, you get immense satisfaction. I I I I I can vouch on my own in my own case. I think it was there since my childhood. I, since my childhood, I felt the maximum satisfaction I used to get is by giving. I mean, even if I'm giving an old lady, uh, I used to see my. I used to compare it to my maybe if she's old, I used to compare it to my grandmother. That okay, at least my grandmother mother had. A house to stay in. This woman doesn't have a house to stay. She's on the road. I mean, I don't know how she used to live her life. So these are those minor things that I used to notice, and maybe that that was something that I used to. Uh, I mean, that was the reason maybe I used to offer because I had that connections happening in my mind instantly. But it's there. I think somewhere in our day-to-day life, we forget that. I think. When we have an office, I think we are traveling in an office in whatever transport, coming back. Somewhere we miss out so many things that are happening around you, and that is where uh, you might not uh, offer things the way you used to offer. But I think suddenly during the lockdown, when you aren't doing your day-to-day uh, office running around. Suddenly, those things within have surfaced, and that is where I feel, uh, you know, it's it's about your basics have surfaced. That for me, the basics have surfaced. Where do I get maximum satisfaction? Is it going to a movie? Is it? I, I think it's a wrong comparison about a movie and uh, offering something to the needy. But no, I, I think it, yeah, it's in this lockdown it has surfaced and. That is that that that's helping me to bring back your original. Uh, I think pure is very uh, sweet word to use for myself, but I think some everyone is pure somewhere in, within, and I, mm-hmm. I think this lockdown has helped that purity to surface. And uh, you see so many people. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this has has some story or the or other around them that they have gone out of the way. To help people during this lockdown, it, it's a beautiful thing that has happened. I think if I see this positive, if 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 the world uh, works like like this, I I think it's a beautiful world right now. Yeah, I I completely agree. So this realignment of your priorities, your uh, perspective, your mm-hmm. ability to start thinking i like the yeah. fact that you you have gone back to the mind instead of just talking about actions itself right. because actions itself are also uh, not always necessarily about the mindset so i may be uh, being pestered by some vagrant on the road and i may just give money or buy something mm-hmm. 
but it may be to get rid of them it's not necessary that i feel kindly towards them at that point it's right. like stop irritating me and just go take this money go so it's not necessarily the right mindset right whereas what right. you spoke of i like the fact that you you've allowed this period of uh, quote unquote soul searching um to arrive at a point where you you feel you have rediscovered the purer parts of you the the more uh, good intentional uh, younger version of you and coming back to doing things about uh, absolutely i now i want to again uh, go back to my question itself but with a different perspective okay um with this new uh, whatever old new mindset <laughs> if i were to call it because okay. it was always there inside you but it has been rediscovered so is there anything concrete that you hope to do or you wish to do you did mention in a very open ended manner um about your uh, about your ideal being uh, somebody like ratan tata who's been doing good work is known to do good work uh, and uh, obviously is a role model for a lot many people in india uh, and abroad i'm sure but in your own uh, personal this are there any uh, steps that you intend to take or you've taken uh, if you yes. want to share at this point of time because it will just I, help us uh, understand how to go from thought to action on this i i think there are two things very clear in my mind and i'm working towards it since mm-hmm. my childhood i always had that affection for the uh, army that works so somewhere i really wanted to help the families of the army because not necessarily they that comes from a very great background okay uh, so something definitely for the army i mean that that is one way to uh, express your patriotism i would say i could not be part unfortunately our country does not have uh uh a uh, uh, educational uh, system where a person is part of the army or the military for one or two years i feel that should be at least everyone to get disciplined i think that's a beautiful way to start i mean that is my opinion at the end of the day mm-hmm. so somewhere uh, some yeah sorry yeah i i hear you yeah so somewhere i always uh had that affection towards the army if i could not be part of the army maybe at least i could be some support system to them so that was since my childhood and i think every kid developed something on its own for whatever reasons that he had but as i grew up and I, as i had a uh, as my aunt uh had cancer and whatever she went through you know there are many things that i realized cancer mm. is one it's not about money i think i have seen it with my own eyes that the family falls apart it cancer is it's not just a medical problem mm. i i think i don't know what term to use but the minute someone has a cancer in the family that entire family has seen fallen apart it's not just and i am i have been part of that family unfortunately mm. so in the time everything is rosy everyone is there but the minute things start going wrong 
you can see people running away from the the Problem. basic responsibilities that bonds fall apart be it brothers be it sisters be it nephews nieces i mean it's a beautiful world when everything is going fine but the minute something happens like cancer i think everything falls apart and uh, i'm sure this this is the scenario in most of the families where cancer gets detected so it's not just a medical issue i think it's more than that and i i think because i lost my aunt for that i think somewhere for cancer uh, because we had been running around my wife had been running around for generating funds for the for my aunt and i'm sure uh, i mean at least you are young enough to run around what happens to the people who who, who are not even aware as to their possibilities to generate funds how are they managing it okay. i mean how many lives have are we losing out there so i think something to, uh, with the cancer i think we need, uh, i would love to do something for cancer too lovely i think uh, this is a lovely point to uh, end this episode on in the sense of uh, we started with uh, uh, the basic thoughts on that your point of view and then your own experience mm. uh, in the recent mm. times in your earlier times mm. uh, thank you for being so honest and uh, uh, going through times that might have been difficult and i think uh, this episode is definitely going to inspire and uh, help people uh, understand this topic better so thank you I so much for your time thank you thank you thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my inner soul i hope it uh, helps and yeah people are ha- happy or at least make some some impact or some change in the better yeah. world to better yeah. the world thanks yeah. thank you so much yeah. thank you bye